Hello, Mississippi and abroad. Welcome to Justify Your Existence, where we talk all the relevant college football in Mississippi. This is Parrish Alford with the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. We thank you for clicking in with us today and being a part of the program. We'd like to thank our partners with the Oxford Park Commission. Lots of good things going on there at OPC. A lot of offerings for youth and adults alike. They're gearing up for flag football in the fall. So much more. Visit them at OxfordParkCommission.com and see how you can be a part. I'm joined today by Warren Central Assistant Coach Rob Morgan, formerly of Mississippi State, a, a quarterback back in the day. Rob, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Doing fine. I got this white thing on my screen, Parrish. How do I make it go off? Well. Just say, just say got it. Yeah, now I'm good. Okay, I think you're right. good, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. see yeah. a white thing. I just, I just see a, I just see a, a a guy who looks a little different than he did back in 1997. You know, sure, got sure. The, the nice uh, WC logo going on there, so everything looks good on this end. Okay, uh, look, I'll let you tell folks. Uh, catch us up, please, man. Uh, what what yeah. are you doing these days? Uh, so I, I got into coaching when I got done, spent three years GA in, at Mississippi State once uh, I finished and got my master's and then started coaching at Starkville High in 05, I think, and stayed there six years. And my brother Josh got the head job down here at Warren Central. So I moved down back home. And uh, so I, I planned on doing it for three or four years. And here I am 11 years later. So my uh, – my mom and dad still live here about three or four miles down the road, and my in-laws live about three or four miles the other way, and so we're just in a really good situation. Well, uh, you, as you mentioned, it's home. Uh, what's it like coaching with your brother? I remember Josh as a, as a Mississippi State player as well. Sure. Uh, we have a really we – we've got a great relationship. We always have. My dad was the head coach here for years, and um, we kind of watched him do things, and – uh, it's a good deal, uh, you know. Um, he, he handles the defense and I, lets me run the offense, and we kind of both do special teams together. But we've had a, we've got a really good staff too. You know, our staff has been together. Most of us have been together for eleven years or twelve years now, and and that's been key too. It's not just uh, not just us. So, yeah, it's a it's a it's been very enjoyable for sure. I remember Josh cracking heads in the secondary at State. Now, is, is he yeah. having to dial it back a little bit with the with the players? Can't get quite as physical with them. Uh, it's a yeah. different way for coaches, man. What's what's all that like? Yeah, it's, it is. You know, a lot of times uh, some of the kids will pull up YouTube videos of Josh hitting, you know, the, the guy at Clemson or whatever. he say, you know, I, I wouldn't have made it through the game. It would have been targeting nowadays. And, and uh, they all get a big kick out of that. So, yeah, it's it's different. It's a different time. It's a different generation, and uh, but we try to still be as phys physical and tough, and, and try to preach that as much as we can. Um, that's just the way we are. We were brought up uh, football. That's the way we were at state, and um, that's just kind of the way our mentality is of trying to win football games. So we try to get as much out of that as we can. Rob, I remember sitting in the press box in Starkville uh, with uh, the Bulldogs taking on South Carolina, and, and you and Matt Wyatt just kind of slinging it around the field. Uh, it seemed like uh, the Gamecocks just couldn't slow y'all down. Well, what do you remember about that game? Yeah, uh, you know that. I guess my that was my first touchdown pass was to Lamont Woodbury that day. I guess that's probably sticks out the most. Um, 
just a good day. Just a, I just remember it being a beautiful sunny day and, and uh, just one of those memories that you, you take for a long time. And uh, had a good day that day all around uh, the team as far as that goes. I know that uh, the days, the games, they played out. Eventually, uh, Wayne Matkin uh, won the starting job in 1998. Uh, I know a lot of times media get to asking about this player or that player and, and, and had a coach tell us one time, Rob, guys, it just doesn't work out for everybody. You know, sure. meaning, meaning everybody does not go on to become all SEC, become a, a key player. When your career took a turn and it was clear that you were going to be a backup player, uh, what, what was your response at that time? What was that like for you? You know, I, I don't I don't ever remember seriously considering transferring. Of course, that was not the thing back in the day. Um, I, I went through three coordinators in my five years there. Coach Arians recruited me, and Bruce Bruce Arians, and I was with him for a year. And then I went I was with Lynn Amity for two or three years. And then, you know, so it, I just felt like it, it was always. Um, it was always kind of a roller coaster with that, as far as me. But uh, it, it seemed like every time I turned around, and I was like, "Well, maybe I'll get a, a, a different shake here with this guy," because it, I, w- I did get go through so many um, coaches and, and coordinators. And uh, you know, by the time the last one came, uh, Coach Woods, Sparky Woods, it was it wouldn't have been made any sense in my mind to 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 leave at that time. Um, so I, you know, I don't know that I ever really thought about leaving. Um, that was not the thing to do. And that's that I probably wouldn't have done it anyway, to be honest with you. That's not how I'm wired. Um, I, I have a tough time watching the way it unfolds today. Um, you know, I enjoyed my time in state, regardless of how much I played and, and whatnot. I was able to, to play on special teams and have some really fun memories of that. You know, it's probably one of the most, um, I had a great time. I was a holder for the field goal, uh, X point field goal for four years, lettered for four years doing that and had some really memorable holes doing that. Coach Cheryl made it a, a key, uh, uh, pointed out of, of me and made it important to me and, and, and to others. Uh, and we had some great victories coming in the special teams in that way. And I was a part of those. And uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, everybody wants to play more in this and that, but I, I never really, um, I, I enjoyed my time at state and I enjoyed all my teammates there. And, and it was a different time then. And I, even then, I, I don't know that I would have left, even if it, the way it plays out today, I really enjoyed my time there. Um, didn't Jackie coach special teams? Do I recall that? Yeah. 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 He was, he was huge into it, man. He was, uh, yes. To kickers. He was really good with kickers, uh, punters, kickers, holders. You know, he taught me a lot. And, um, he, he, he doted on me a lot with the, with the holding and uh, we had a good relationship with that. And um, I even went and worked some camps for him after, after I had gone, he had gone separate ways. He'd called me in to come work kicking camps and holding camps and things like that. So yeah, he was really good at that. Did he call a fake field goal with you? Did you rise up and, and uh, roll out and throw? Yeah, man, put it down and, and, you know, roll out and try to get a little glory right there. Yeah, you want uh, you want those hands, guys, man, in, in that uh, sure. in that position. Well, you you've touched on this a little bit. What's uh, what's your take on the modern day freedom of movement? I know has been an emphasis wanting to create that 
for players. Now there's the transfer portal with, you know, with so many things that begin as good intentions, there are unintended consequences. Sure. What, uh, what do you take? What's your take on what you see today? You know, I, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I'm not sure where it's going to end. I think Pandora's box has been opened and I, I don't know where the end is. You know, I think the beginning, it, it was a uh, trying to have, have a good thing for kids and this and that and the other. But now it seems like that's just the easy way out. If it doesn't, something doesn't appease to you or something doesn't play out exactly whatever, then I was, I mean, this kid's leaving before they even get to campus, you know? Um, and so I, that's not what it was intended for. And, um, you know, if, if a coach leaves and, you know, that, that recruited you, that's one thing, uh, but to, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what direction. And there are certain circumstances that I can definitely see someone leaving. Um, but there's also circumstances that I kind of question or shake my head at. Uh, now with this, um, uh, the way this uh, NLI uh, name, image, and NIL name, image, and likeness deal is, you know, if, uh, I mean, just an example, if there's a situation where you don't think that your name, image, and likeness is going the way you think it ought to, then you're up and I just think it, 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 it impacts the transfer portal even more um, because of that. Uh, from your position as a high school coach, uh, what, what impact do you think name, image, and likeness will have on recruiting? I think eventually they'll have a huge one. I, you know, I, I, I have a hard time with, you know, I, um, I feel like my school was paid for. I know it was, and even my master's. And so I, I was paid to go play. And so I, um, you know, yes, I, I, I think that there's probably some things that they could do for athletes to um, help them out with the day-to-day life. You know, I think our stipends, uh, we're, we're in it, but you know, we made it work. Uh, we made it work. But when I got out of school, I didn't have any student debt and, any, and uh, things like that. And so, you know, I, I have a, a that's my perspective on it. And that's the way I just think that, you know, when you open up that box and now uh, different schools, the, the rich are going to get richer, basically, when, when, when this happens. And because uh, now those guys that's got the money and all those the boosters and the, what used to be done under the table is now just going to be done out in front. And um, so now that's, yeah, it's, I think it affects recruiting big time. You know, we have heard pay the players, pay the players for years. I mean, so NIL has been coming uh, for a long time. Um, but I, I kind of lined up with you in the sense that, look, there's a lot of value in a college scholarship. I and mean, when you can leave school and say, I have no debt, that's, that's, a, that's a big, big deal. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's huge. But the, the problem I had, even with that position, was um, what do you do with all of the money that is being made Clearly, you know, coaches are a part of the teams, but so much the athletes should all of that money and, and you know, and as you say, rich get richer and budgets just keep growing. Should all of it go back to the schools and, and what is the what is the school doing with? It? I guess I, you know, I was not of a mindset of, hey, it's time to pay the players. They need salaries. We need free agency and all that sort of thing. Right. Um, but what do you do with it? What, right. What do you think? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know the answer to that. I, I do think that, you know, I, I can remember um, getting a monthly per diem for room and board. And so, if we lived off campus, 
it was it was man it, it, it was like pinning pinching pennies to try to live off of that uh and you know we had to learn budgeting and, and different things like that so i think that there's avenues that you can use that as is, is to try to help with you know, room and board and maybe increase that a little bit. I'm not exactly sure where that's at right now. And I'm sure that's increased with all the money that's been made throughout the campus and with the SEC network and whatnot. But I feel like there's there's places of, of, of that direction that you could probably use it without turning it into a, a free agency thing. And, and, and you know, my, another thing that, you know, it's always been a, a, a deal where, you know, when you're on a team, you know the guys that's going to get the uh, notoriety or the pub or the or the media, da 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 da. da. Well, now, now you know there's a chance where um, this name, image, and likeness thing can really separate a team because a, a kid's making X amount of dollars. Um, you know, I, I don't know that that could be a that could be another issue that coaches have to face. You know, I've heard Mike Leach two different times this summer uh, talk about. His idea, maybe you know, I don't know. I may, he's the one promoting. It. Maybe it's all his idea uh, right. of uh, paying kids to graduate, paying players to graduate, taking some of this money, and saying, right. "Look, uh, you know, the NCAA, you know, everybody wants to emphasize graduation. Uh, pay one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to a guy who graduates from the school that he signed with. Encourage him to stay. Encourage him to graduate. Encourage him to think twice." about transferring, uh, and uh, I like that. I, I like what I'm hearing there. And the other thing I think that does, Rob, is, uh, as you mentioned, there's potentially uh, the ability to divide with NIL. When, when, you, when you have so many – you have some guys, you have your high-profile guys, and then you have role players, backups, whatever, starters, that, that aren't going to get the same opportunities, uh, then that – then that player can see, hey man, I, I'm a year away from $150,000. I mean, right. I, I think that's that's huge. What uh, what would you think of something like that? You know, I, I, to me, that's a that's yeah, that would be a, a definite way because you know you just think about <clears throat> I, I, the, the percentage of kids that go on to play uh, in the NFL or any type of professional league is so slim. Uh, so if you give a kid X amount of dollars to base to start off their life. Uh, they have no student debt. Uh, they've graduated, and now they have X amount of dollars coming out of from the fact that you made it for four years from the place you started at. Uh, that's a good foundation to start life. I mean, it really is. And 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 man, what you know, what a what a if I mean, if that's what we're interested in is trying to make kids better and more responsible, and and trying to do what it is to help them be successful in life. And what and that's a pretty good way right there. Yeah, I, I really hope that that idea gains some traction. I, I hear coaches, uh, Will Hall was one at the Neshoba County Fair, talking about the transfer portal and, you know, so many players in it that, frankly, uh, you know, coaches don't evaluate as being able to help them. They're in the portal. They've given up uh, wh wherever they are, uh, and, and they may not land somewhere else. I mean, that's, that's an unintended consequence uh, of the portal. Let's, uh, yeah. let's get, on, get on the field a little bit, Rob. Uh, what's yeah. uh, what's your take on on the ball? You know, you know, for years we heard this Mike Leach offense was not going to work in the SEC. I know it wasn't as good as he would have liked last year. Uh, what uh, what what do you see from the Bulldogs right now? You know, I I, I think I think the jury's still out. I think time will tell. Um, I do know that just listening to 
some of their assistant coaches that they they feel that um, you know they've had success wherever they've been, and that, that if you just give them time and let them get going and get situated, I think that they they feel pretty strongly that 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 they're going to be able to succeed. Um, I know it's a different time and era. You know, when I played, it was uh, big tight ends, big fullbacks, big back, big old line. Uh, try to run the ball and play defense and win the kicking game. And, and, and um, at times that's changed, uh, but th- there's still people that do that and that are successful doing that. But, you know, state uh, obviously is not that, that the way they're built right now. But I, I do think this, I do feel like that just watching them last year that uh, defensively they, they still played that way. Um and I, I, I feel like, you know, if, if they can continue that and continue to play good, dingy defense like they did, uh, I feel like eventually the, the, the offense will come around to, to where it's what they are anticipating it being. I thought they had some good defensive moments in the scrimmage the other day. What's, uh, what's your take on Will Rogers as a starting quarterback? You know, I, I, I face Will – Three or four years we played him, whether it was spring game or regular season. I know his dad. I know he's a coach's son, you know, and that's that's the way I was. And so I know mentally where his mind is. Um, I, I, I think he's probably just only going to get better, to be honest with you. I, I think that he's the leader, uh, that kind of guy. And, and um, I think that the more time he plays, the more experience he gets, probably the better he's going to be. Um. Jack Abraham, I know the Southern Miss transfer, they were counting on Jack for some depth, and he's not been able to practice uh, in camp right now. What what do you so, make of what you see behind Will? So tell, me, so tell me what's wrong with Jack. Is something wrong with him? Well, Jack has, has had some headaches and, uh, you know, and yeah. and some things like that. So he just hadn't hadn't been able to, to get back. Gotcha. You know, so I, I know Jack a little bit. His his father's from Vicksburg, and, and of course he played for my uncle and cousin at at Oxford, um, and then he played for Jay at Southern Miss. And I know Jay because Jay is a Warren Central alum, Jay Hobson. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I know I, I know that they have all were real high on him, and I just watching him from afar. I know that uh, he probably would have pushed Will a little bit. To be honest with you. That's the first I know that he was having headaches. And, you know, past that, I don't know much about their depth. Um, I just talking with Matt Wyatt periodically throughout, he was mentioning some younger guys that potentially um, down the road, he, he saw some, you know, positives and whatnot. Um, but I don't, if, if uh, Jack is in and out, I, I don't, I think Will probably is head and shoulders above most of them other than Jack. Yeah, just from the, just from the outside looking in. I do think uh, they were expecting a pretty close uh, competition. Uh, had Jack right. been in there from the beginning, um, Matt Wyatt, uh, were you guys close? And tell me how you came to be brother-in-laws. Uh, tell me about the twists and turns there. Yeah, life's crazy. Good Lord, you know he's got a sense of humor. Um, yeah. So me and Matt came in together. We were recruited. We were freshmen together. Uh, we both signed the same signing class. And um, so, you know, there's that. I mean, you're always competing and, and whatnot. But, you know, me and Matt were roommates. So we, we traveled as our true freshman year because we were the emergency quarterbacks behind Tate and Adam Russell that year, the fall of 95. And 
So we would travel. We, we knew we weren't going to play unless it was an emergency. So we were, we were roommates for five straight years on every Saturday. So, yeah, man, we were, we were good friends and close. Uh, we competed and, and had, had those kind of things just like everybody else. And, but we, it was never a, a, um, that, that kind of relationship. We always had a positive relationship and, and, and maintained it for several years after. And, and, and then he got married, uh, to, uh, Annabeth and, um, several years later after we left and I was working at Starwell High at the time, he said, look, you know, we're going, we're coming to Starwell and Annabeth and her sister, Lena, and, uh, would y'all, would you want to go out, you know, to eat or whatever? And that's kind of how it started. But the, the funny thing about it is, is that his wife and my wife are from Vicksburg and their mother taught me in the third grade. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I had known the family for a long time. And, uh, so today we have a, we're now brother-in-laws and, uh, <laughs> you know, going on beach trips together and whatnot. Well, you, you mentioned uh, you, you brought up Matt, and I thought I bet there was a lot of football discussed at that uh, beach house down there. I saw your pictures yeah. on Facebook there, nice right. shots there right. at Dolphin Island. Is that is that the spot y'all go down there? That's once? our spot. Yeah, that's our spot. We've been there for, let's see, my, t- my son just turned six, and he celebrated his first there. So I guess we've been there now six or seven years going there. It's just so quaint and quiet. Man, it's 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 it fits us per- perfectly. Um, but other than the hustle and bustle of other places, but uh, yeah, man, we 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 really enjoy it. We get us a house down there in a uh, gated community. It's got a pool and beach. It's just a, a week of just pretty much eating and not doing much of nothing else, right? Folks, that'll wrap us up for this edition of Justify Your Existence. We thank you for being with us. We thank Rob Morgan for being a guest today. I'm Parrish Alford with the Daily Journal. Come back and join us this week.